I can't ski if that helps. No, it doesn't because I can't really do anything physical. I can't even. <laughs> no. Do you know how to ride a bike? No. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really? You two, Michael Aber, Maddie, we're going out. Wait, Maddie doesn't know how to ride a bike. Maddie knows how to ride a bike. She's nervous to do it in the city. I'm taking you guys on city bikes this year, Wait, and we're going. None of us. I can't. I can't wow. do a city bike. I, it's too heavy, and I, I'll panic heavy. if it like gets too slow because I'm like I'm just gonna topple over. I have, I have news for you. They have electric city bikes. Oh, so you just sit pedal- there? No, 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 no. You have to pedal still, but they're pedal assist. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. <laughs> Connor, how was your day? It was so good. I, you said this, and I really believe there is a magic energy. There's in the magic air. in the air right There's now. There's magic in the and air. And I hate to bring it back to the weather, but that's why. It's, do you think so? It's yeah, chilly. it's so nice out. It is really nice. It reminds me of... Okay, this is going to be really specific. When I was 20, I lived in New York for one summer, mm-hmm. and I remember this like very distinct feeling on like usually Saturday nights where people are like showered and look nice, mm-hmm. and they're like there's like a pregnant energy, like something's about to go down, Whoa. but like in a good, not in a bad way, yeah. like pregnant good, and that to me like when I was walking home from the L is what it felt like tonight. No, the the vibe of seeing people like going into bodegas to get their their six pack of White Claw, you're like, yes. oh, everybody's about to have a time. And it, it just, it, there's a buzz in the it air. It feels like a college Thursday. It, it does. Like. And it's yeah. like, and it, it does feel very communal. It's like, oh, we're all mm. going to go see our friends. <laughs> yeah. We're like ready to go. People yeah. are, people are wild and out. I love that. Yeah. Um, for the and first time in a while. What'd you say? For the first time in a while. Yeah. For the first time in a while. This is our first ever nighttime podcast record. We usually I do it to, to a little behind the scene for the boys. We usually do it during the day. Because we don't work. We don't have jobs, but our, but our uh, guest today does have a job. And I'm hoping that she'll talk about it because it's a while. Oh, wait, are you allowed to talk about it? She is allowed to talk about it. And it might be the last time she talks about she it. She works for the CIA. It goes bad. Kind of. Kind of, in a way. Not unlike the CIA. Not unlike the CIA. Taking people out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was bad of me to say. <laughs> oh, no. That just hit. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll let the boys decide if that was a bad thing to say or not. Later. Yeah, they're going to cancel me on the internet. Um, they couldn't if they tried. Well, they probably could. I'm a white guy. Mm-hmm. Going and down. I, you know, people would get canceled on their own pod. And it wouldn't happen now. It would happen three years from now. Yeah. That happens like a lot. We are putting a lot of our voice out there. Hours of us talking. You know. That people could listen back to. Someone's going to be doing op research on us. Yeah, maybe. And listening to all the things we've got. For the biopic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opposite, like trying to take us down. Oh, special ops. Yeah. Wow. Somebody wants Our guest might be behind it as the CIA operative. Do you work in, would you call your job research? No. Hmm. There's also so many people in town this weekend. Do you feel that? I don't know. I don't know anybody from out of town. Fucking well, I don't know why everyone that I knew decided to come to town this weekend. Are, do you have people over? Three coming to your home. Um, my cousin is here. Okay. My junior prom date is here, <laughs> and someone else is a hundred percent here. Oh, and my roommate from Chicago is here, oh. who I had a dream about last night, and then woke up to a text from her. I'm dead serious Whoa. that she was in this, that she's coming this weekend. That's spooky. Yeah. And I that, hate that when that shit happens. I hate when it happens because it's like then when I have a dream that someone dies, I'm like, you know, you're not always wrong. It's like sometimes, these, sometimes these pan out. 
So, you know, you need to tell that to Jesse. She will have a field day with that. I know, I know, I know. Jesse's our Richie friend. Or they've already friend. they've already met Jesse. Jesse was on the pod. I thought you were calling Jesse they for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they were like they. They the boys. Jesse I'm like misgendering Jesse on the pod. <laughs> Jesse famously is. People d- don't know how to gender Jesse. They call her a they. Um, they never say she's non-binary. They say, are you a they? Are you a they? Are you a they? Which is also how a child asked a coach today. So I'm like, if you are going out there asking somebody, are you a they? You have no more mental capacity Wait, than a child said that today? Yeah. To who? They said, are you a man or a woman or a they? To you? No, 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 no. To who? Uh, just another coach. What did the coach say? The coach said we could talk about it later. This. Okay, well, we're both talking about days in the workplace. because So Jessie applied for a job at my workplace, and she did not take the job, though she was offered it, which I think is incredible. But the <laughs> woman that was, like, hiring, she has the cart. She's holding the carts. Kept calling her a they. Not a they. I think I'm making it worse. Kept calling her a they. They're like, yeah, they were amazing. I was obsessed with them. They did so great. I was like, yeah, she's really cool, really nice person. I really appreciate her. And she's like, yeah, I'm, they are a they, they, they. And I was like, no, I'm giving you her her pronouns right now like i'm yeah. giving them to you you're I, very intent on not listening to them yeah cis people are dumb because they think that that's like a catch-all and it's like yes. no, that's a pronoun that certain people use and yeah, you yeah, should yeah. still appropriately gender people regardless yes. and i yeah oh cisgender oh. people exist i'm here to say it <laughs> gross um did that you see any boys me. club this week okay mine are people that literally like i uh, okay this is I think that people that go to other people's towns, that's a boys club. I actually do. People thought, on vacation? I think people on vacation is literally a boys club. There's something about like someone dropping Tourists. into a city and it's like, hi, I'm here for seven days. And then I'm like, oh my God. And like, I'm so stressed out. Because like, we ha- like every time someone comes from my past, I'm like, if I don't see this person, then we are for we are ending the relationship. Like not in a bad way, but it's like, this is a sign that like me and my junior prom date or whatever are like not going to continue on. Yeah, maybe you can let that one go, bud. No, we're gonna. Well, one time we were gonna do a podcast, and now we might write a pilot, which is like you and the junior prom date. I don't know. She's really funny. So she writes for the Goldbergs. She's, oh, that You should one. meet her. You actually should meet her. Does she live in LA. Um, she lives in LA. She lives in like Echo Park or something. I don't know what that is. I don't know it either, but I'm, she said it with a certain and like that. Menage a trois. Phone <laughs> chilling, um, but I feel like people, whenever people come, and then it's like this whole ordeal, and it's like when I go into someone else's town, you, you won't, won't hear even, from me. You won't hear from me. <laughs> you won't even know. I won't post on the internet. I won't talk to you. I don't want to see you. I can't see you. It's too stressful. I'm here to work out. Like that's like I'm here to just walk around, work out, go to the comedy, do the things. Like I'm not here to rekindle old flames. Okay, it's not what this is. And if I were there to rekindle Little Flames, that would be the only thing I was doing. Then it would yeah. be like a specific kind of trip. If I could go anywhere, I would go to the desert in LA because I think that's just, yes, our like, guest is uh, nodding. What's that place called? The desert. Oh no. You know what I'm talking about. The Mojave? Palm Springs. Okay. Is that the desert? Is that LA? Can, if someone's listening, can you take us to the, can you invite us to the desert? We want to go to the desert. I think that is LA. It seems like the kind of like posh, you're in your 30s, now you're taking a vacation and you're all going to do like Molly together, but like yes. on vacation in Palm Springs. On a vac- on vacation in Palm Springs wearing a hat. Yeah. And, like, that's... and you guys are like, this is our last this is our last go before everybody gets married and has kids. Oh yeah. That's scary to me. That's probably true. <laughs> Did you see any boys clubs this week, kids? Yeah. 
Well, always kids. I kids always are a see huge kids. boys club. No, but here's one that I lived today with you, and we talk about the gym a lot. But today, Connor <sighs> and I went to the Williamsburg Equinox together. How did we not bring this up already? I was, well, that's why I came with it, because I figured we'd have to talk about it. Because Connor is a member, and I was his guest, and... I am doing really well financially. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody I'm doing good. That's what happens when you finance your Peloton in your bed. <laughs> $50 a month, I don't even miss it. <laughs> and my bed. My bed is paid off. It's my bed now. Okay, he's an owner. He's a bed owner. I own the bed. Um, anyway, we went to the Williams or Equinox, and it's a boys club to me in two ways. Um, first, that Equinox itself is famously a very conservative business, bad, you know, they like, you know, Trump. fund bad people like Trump, etc. Mm-hmm. But then they know, they're good enough at business that they know the Williamsburg Equinox needs to be staffed with only twinks. All twinks. Like, they're like, I don't this think is who's was... coming in. Did you see a single woman in the entire gym? Two. Yeah. And like, it was, it was, it was crowded. It was just it was probably sculpted. Gay men, like the yeah. the insta gays you imagine, they're in real life and they're here at the Equinox at Williamsburg. And like, it's so funny to me because like that that location especially, it's just all all yeah men. It, it's crazy. It was yeah. like because you've mentioned that to me before, but it, like seeing it in the flesh, I was like, whoa! It is really it's wild. Only dudes here. I know an actual boys club. I know, and it's weird. I just stand there and like look around, just because I'm like, what's going on? And then you like make weird eye contact with people, and you're like, oh no, not that. I was it's, feeling very perceived. Um, to say more. Like, I just felt like they were, like, all, like, I don't know. When I go to Blink, <laughs> yeah, my gym, which People is Equinox's thing. baby, that's, you know, for those who can only afford $20 a month. Um, People are just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. And it's a lot of, like, cishet dudes that are, like, just, I don't know, just kind of doing their own thing. They're, like, really, they're, like, the type of, like, guys who are, like, into video games and working out. That's the vibe. You mean... Not athletic, you but, like... You mean straight men. No, but, like, not, like, guys who played sports in college or high yeah. school or anything. Like, straight guys who now do video games, but also decided they want to get really fit. You know who I'm talking about. These guys are on TikTok. All that to say... No, I was feeling perceived because, like, I was saying at the blank at where I work out, like, I feel like everybody's kind of doing their own thing. But, yeah. like, I could tell that it's, like, a, a real, like, a scene there. And it's, like, a who's who. And, like, you're, I don't know, people, I just felt like I was being watched a little while I was working out. Not in a way that was, like, felt like they were trying to, like, suss me out or anything. But just no, kind of totally. being perceived. I completely hear what you're saying. You go there to see and be seen, it feels. I know. Okay, yes. And, like, as someone who, like, I, like, don't really know how to lift. Like, I'm figuring it out. I'm, like, at that squat. Did you see me at that squat rack, like, freaking taking up space? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I like, was no. proud of you. Yes. He ran right over to this big squat rack <laughs> and worked there. I worked out there the whole time. And then I took <laughs> it over to do pull-ups for a second. And yes. I was, I like, was like, oh, we were legacy. Space. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, you know know how they, when you rent it out in an apartment, you have to put it on the market to stop racism in real estate? <laughs> that's the thing right we did the opposite we were like nope this is not up for grabs I know someone who I'm going to pass the contract off to that oh, was like a whole thing yeah. in North Carolina we yep. did do that we but I wasn't that. there for long but I was proud of you you did take up a lot of space I did I'm way. there to take up I feel just like me doing squats is an act of resistance yeah yeah I mm-hmm. think okay I have two more things to say one when you said resistance I was thinking of this guy who was doing squats I think he was doing squats with a barbell, but then he had resistance bands hanging on either end, holding yes. dumbbells. No, I saw And him. I was like, just put weights on it. No, he's an Olympian. No. That man is an Olympian. But like, what does that do? It makes you like unbalance or something? It like sticks your Wait, core holding well. dumbbells, holding a bar, so wearing it's a, resistance it was bands. a bar with two resistance bands on either end yeah. of the bar. And tied to those were, were kettlebells. 
yeah, so, that is so really it was like a, like a real contraption. Yeah, that's know. really wild. That was my first thing I had to say. Oh, my second thing is I think my goal now is if I ever get to be famous, I want it to be like I want. Uh, Connor just went. You will be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to be. I want to go pay for. I want to be able to afford Equinox, and I want to go there, and I want to be clocked. Mm-hmm. I want people to be like, oh my god, Nico Carney works at this gym. Yeah, actually, so I'm a simple guy. Anyway, that's my change my life. Should we bring our guest in? I'm so excited to bring our guest. I'm in. so excited too. The only person we would have on a Friday night, honestly. Uh, a working mom. A working mom. <laughs> Boys, our guest today is the founder and editor of the Lunar Times, which is an incredible satire publication. You should check it out on Instagram and on their website. And also is a host and producer of the NYC Shakedown. You can see her perform there at their monthly show. Boys, give a warm welcome right now to Julia Zen. Hi. Hi. Yo. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. That was so entertaining. So <laughs> oh, really? You guys talk, yeah. I oh my god, but then we won't cut any of it. Yeah, well, there were like a few moments when you were like trying to guess the desert in L.A. and then I was I wanted to guess it, but then I was like, that's not right. Wait, you're so respectful because every other person would have fully like Michael Aber was the first person to speak when he was on. <laughs> we need to let you know that. So you know, we have our three questions for this. Mm-hmm. In Michael's recording uh there are 45 minutes before we get to the question wait there's actually 90 minutes i'm pretty sure there's 90 no it's an hour and a half it's an hour and a half yeah Yeah. Uh, we took a break i hate my i ate my salad then we started we might as well have been chatting for an hour and then started the podcast oh my god it's like big brother it was big brother so funny yeah Mm -hmm. classic mikey but yeah but yeah no with the regina george quote though i knew that immediately but i I knew you guys were needing it so i wasn't worried i figured yeah, thank I you. <laughs> you let go. You trusted. Wait, I know that like the boys can't see you right now, but like she is coming from work. Her hair is literally done. Sure she is wearing a blouse and work pants. And she looks good. Julia introduced me to the realm of Dyson hair products. <gasps> oh yeah. Because she has the Dyson hair wrap. The, the Dyson Air Wrap. Air yeah, Wrap. Okay. Kind of weird that they call it Air Wrap when it's clearly used. Uh, like, does, don't you feel like it should be hair Wait, wrap? Wait, I feel like this is the Mandela effect because I thought it was the hair wrap too. Yeah, no, it's it's the air. Wait, do you guys know what the Mandela effect is? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I feel like this is one of those things where it, like, used to be. In, like, another universe, it was there. Wait, rap. speaking right. of Mandela effect, I had one. with, And so did Maddie had this as well. And maybe even Jesse. And up, me. I'm embarrassed to tell you this. But up until mm, less than a month ago, I thought John's last name was Hendrick. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks that. No. Every it's time Hedrick. I see someone spelled with an N in my head, I'm like, you're an idiot. No, I, I accidentally, I had to, I was like CCing him on an email and I spelled his email wrong and it like bounced and I was like, that's weird. And then I looked at his, I looked at it again, what he sent me and I was like, I cannot believe that I <laughs> did not know one of my closest friend's last name Wait, was say Hedrick name. and not Hendrick. It's Hedrick? Hedrick. 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 So I just got it going. I'm still an idiot. I Hedrick. got it wrong a second time. I am doubled down as the fool. <laughs> he must be just really nice about it though, because I feel like he just like is like whatever. It's like, been it's care. happened his whole life, so it's he's just not really like he doesn't really clock it. Wait, the, uh, okay, actually, this uh, I'm gonna bond with him over this. Mm. Uh, I a lot of times when people are like, is it Connor? Is it Janda or Janda? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. And they're like, well, which is it? It's always a straight man. That's like, well, which one is it? <laughs> you, this is your. You have to be your name. And I'm just like, I don't. Care. Like, that happens to me too because so my whole life so my last name is z-h-e-n yeah and like uh my whole life it was always julia zen and um in mandarin it's pronounced like jin so it's like a j sound and so now that people are like waking up <laughs> they're like oh it's jen right and they're like oh how do you pronounce it it's like with a j sound right and i'm like 
I, it really does not matter. As a matter of fact, I prefer you say Zen because that makes me kind of like cringe when like oh, people try really God. hard, yeah. which is like, which is they stupid. They saw one TikTok and they were like, I'm right. going to do this now. It's which like is Toronto. dumb because like. Someone was like, you have to say Toronto. I forget how they said it, but I remember being like, Toronto. I'm going to say it like a Canadian from now on. <laughs> yeah. Is it Toronto? Is that what they say? Toronto? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I don't know either. But we're going to yeah. learn one day. It's just like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel bad saying that, like, I cringe at the idea of it because, like, I literally went into my favorite, like, French bakery today to, like, get the sandwich that I really like. And I was like, hi, um, do you have the Le Parisien? <laughs> <laughs> like, so timidly, like, so quietly. And she, the lady's so sweet there. And she was like, no, sorry, we're sold out. But, you know, I try. Yeah. You know? Wait, this, that reminded me of when I was, uh, one of the days I was coaching that we were, like, waiting on the sideline for a game and, like, all the kids were kind of hanging out eating snacks between games and stuff like that. And one this little eight-year-old I coached, Sophia, like, ran by and then stopped in her tracks and looked at somebody and goes, oh, my God, where'd you get that croissant? <laughs> <laughs> and I started dying laughing, and she was like, what's so funny? And I was like, you just pronounced that perfectly. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> and then I told her, I was like, I'm to- I've told everybody that story. She's like, you're so weird. That's not that weird. And I was like, okay. Wait, you want a child? Yeah, she's eight. Kids are wild. She's eight. A park Where'd you get that croissant? She's also like <laughs> the most wild child. Like she plays like hockey, ba- soccer, basketball. Like just like a rambunctious Whoa. little like my uh, God. devil. But then she's like <laughs> croissant is so That's funny. That's so funny. My God. When I started yeah. working at Planned Parenthood and my email signature. There it is. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. They were like, put your pronouns in. And I was like, okay. Um, which was like, you know, whatever. And then, um, they are super preachy uh, just about like everything that you would think Planned Parenthood is like woke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and yeah, I, I get microaggressed and I'm like, what's stop clicking here, folks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you ever go into the office? No, I, I got hired in July of last year. Never been to the office. Oh, yeah, I don't even yeah. have a freaking like smart card to get in or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I know, right? Probably good, though. I bet there's are there protesters out there in the office a lot. That's what I was actually oh. concerned about, too, when I took the job. I was like, maybe it's good that I don't go into the office because I don't really want to be perceived by, you know, yeah. these Wait, people. Wait, I actually, now that we're saying it, I did walk past a Planned Parenthood protest, like, maybe, like, a week ago. Mm. And it was two people outside. The, and I was like, this God, is, it's like, it's go real on a side street. Yeah. Look, take a nap. Street. Jesus Christ. And yeah. it was like, just like two guys. And they were two like, guys. They were just like, stop and abortion or something like that. God, what it's are you? It's so yeah. weird. It's crazy to me the things that people yeah. would go up in arms against. Just yeah. fucking It was wild. Up. And I was like, man, if you just like put your energry into digital, I feel like you would cover <laughs> <laughs> so much more ground right now. Right. They need to, yeah. 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 Like, go. Go get a cup of coffee, the two of you, and just chat. Yeah. Something. Right? Yeah. Sleep. Right? Yeah. yeah. Watch Wendy Williams. Yeah. 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 Go home. Well, Planet of Parenthood is... The protesters outside are absolutely a boys club. And that is a boys club. A boys club of two. Yeah, boys club of two. Pretty pathetic one. In New York mm-hmm. City, which is fascinating. Yeah. That's always... Whenever I see these weird... I mean, you know, there's everybody here, I guess. But, like, yeah. I'm always, like, shocked when I see people there. Well, because I went to college with a girl who did maybe... Storm, she didn't storm the Capitol, but she was there when they stormed the Capitol. So I think that counts as storming the Capitol. But she mm-hmm. lives in the East Village and likes yeah. my Instagram reel. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's complicated. Yeah. And her name is... Whoa. She was really cool in college, really nice girl, and now she just like literally is like a Trumpy girl. And That's it's, crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Cute bangs. Who hurt her? Uh, right? Yeah. It's very strange. Again, From Buffalo, New York. Oh my God, I was born in Buffalo, New York. You, you were born in Buffalo? Out. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was born in Syracuse. Okay. I think it's time to ask our guests our questions. Ooh. 
Julia, what is a boys club you were never a part of or currently are not a part of? Um, my brother, when we were kids in the neighborhood, um, the boys, his boys, neighbors, uh, they all like played together all the time, doing whatever they were doing with the football or whatever. And I was not a part of that boys club. Oh, yeah. So I was a kid that whose friend was television. Oh, yeah. And now look at me. Wait, is it, was this like a gender thing? <laughs> like the boys played together and the girls? Kind of, but it was more of an age gap thing because he mm-hmm. was like, I think so, yeah, I was probably like, what, eight, seven years old. And so he was like already like 11. And like, I feel like boys at that age are so like, you know what I mean? Like there's like so much energy in them. And so all of the other boys were either like 11-ish or like older. And so he was already like, you know, trying to compete to like oh, get yeah. gain He's not acceptance. Sister with him. Exactly, from yeah. the older boys. So and plus again, they were like doing sports and stuff, which like at that time I mean like I still have really bad hand eye coordination, like at that age. <laughs> sad. <laughs> you were sitting there falling in love with the art of comedy while they were all playing ball. Um, it's true. Actually, playing ball. I, yeah. Playing what ball. was it, 1950? <laughs> we're going to play ball. I have such a distinct memory of like being at the dinner table one time and me telling my parents, I was like, I want to be a comedian. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. And then my parents being like, well, you still have to be really smart to be a comedian, which is true. It is true. But that was also them being the like, well. The three of us famously well. very smart. <laughs> very brave. <laughs> but them twisting every single dream and be like, well, you still need to do really well in school. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, is kind of true, though. Wrong. Like, yeah. it's, not wrong. Yeah. it's not wrong. I do think every time I clock, like, an Ivy League comedian, I'm like, yeah, I, I agree. I know. That's right. <laughs> this is hard. This is hard stuff. Yeah. I know. It does feel good when hard you're like, here. Mm-hmm. oh, some people went to Harvard and do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, going back to Julia's Boys Club, did you ever have neighborhood boys that you played with? Mm. We, well, it wasn't. Well, I guess, yeah. Um, but I feel like it wasn't as gendered. Mm. I feel like it was just not that we were remotely progressive, but it was just like a bunch of white people just like running around and we would play like manhunt. Mm-hmm. Flashlight I tag? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And like a, a night like this. Oh, divine. Mm-hmm. What's the one where I feel like Kick everyone the can? is like, yes. All, oh, all of it. I loved um, <laughs> all of it. The gamut. I, we played every single game. There was one, um, the ghost in the graveyard, run, run, run. Yes. That was a really fun one. Ghost but, in the graveyard was a trampoline game, wasn't it? Oh, no. We didn't have... We definitely didn't have a trampoline. I, um, we were not allowed to have a trampoline, but there were other. There wait, were trampolines are fully not safe. Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. Especially the ones that don't have a fucking like fence around oh, or my a God. net around wait, them. I what think, do you do? A death trap. I've always been. I've always been an ang- anxious ball of mess because ever since the moment of conception, I would look at a trampoline and be like, no. Oh my god. We did have an in-ground pool. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> Which feels nice. insane now that we're saying it out loud. Do you loud. still have a pool? certainly not we like downgraded we like left the pool behind yeah your mm. parents are empty nesters yeah um, yeah they certainly don't need a pool they my, my parents, mom has a new kitchen my parents <laughs> are about to do that too yeah 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 the neighborhood kids in my neighborhood we played a lot of like roller hockey because because one family i know which is crazy because like the barrier ho- to entry is so high <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> You have to come with a lot of gear. No, so the the kids that like ha- like lived on the cul-de-sac where we would play were really into hockey for whatever reason, and they for some reason had like a bunch of roller skates. So we would go over. Like I didn't have my own roller. skates. I know skates, exactly the family there. that you're talking about. Like the family that has like a box of roller skates in yeah, the garage. Yeah, because I think the kids like grew out of them or just got new ones or whatever. But they had like a shit ton of roller skates, roller blades, and like hockey sticks. So we would just play. 
in the street, which wow. is crazy because Savannah is not like a hockey town. Like it's not like it would make more sense if it was like upstate New York, but this was in Savannah, which was like hockey was like not a big thing, right? Because there's no ice. Interesting. Yeah, there's the they <laughs> they freeze over the Civic Center for the month of December every year, and that's the only time you can ice skate because oh it's my- so hot there. Do you so- do that? Oh my god. I mean, I have gone. Yeah. You're the most physically capable person I've ever met. Thanks. I actually mean that because mm-hmm. like rollerblading. Ice skating, bike bike riding maybe not, but like those are like, these are like. I can't ski if that helps. No, it doesn't because I can't really do anything physical. But I can either. <laughs> you, know, you know how to ride a bike? No. Wait. <laughs> okay. Really? You two, Michael Aber, Maddie, we're going out. Wait, Maddie doesn't know how to ride a bike. Maddie knows how to ride a bike. She's nervous to do it in the city. I'm taking you guys on city bikes this year, Wait, and we're going. None of us. I can't. I can't do a city bike. I, it's too heavy, and I, I'll panic heavy. if it like gets too slow because I'm like I'm just gonna topple over. I have, I have news for you. They have electric city bikes. Oh, so you just sit there? No, 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 no. You have to pedal still, but they're pedal assist. Oh. So if you pedal, it goes pedal assist. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> my oh. question is, when you get to a light, how do you not fall off your bike? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? No, you okay? It doesn't so make any sense. You like tilt over? You tilt over a little bit, but one foot down, the other foot up on the thing, and so then when you're ready to go, you push down and you switch okay. your weight. This will explain to you why I can't ride a bike. When I was a child, we went sledding, and I was so bad at sledding that I wouldn't know how to get off, like to stop the sled. So I would always just simply jump off. You know what I mean? Whoa. So like with a bike, there's no option that where you just like jump off. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You yeah, know, like Tom Sawyer energy to you. I'm the old lady at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? The old yeah. lady. Um, Little uh, rascal. Yeah. Wouldn't it be so fun if we had a boys club bus? <gasps> that was like this big bus that just had our logo on this. It's like Wendy Williams crossed out, boys club written over it. Oh my us. God. That's going to be amazing. The MTA bus they're no longer using. Yeah. Yeah. Boys club was- bus. Because it was defunct, we don't know why. Yeah, but we're. I like those ones that have the um, little accordion in the middle, and they can like turn, make crazy freaking turns, and then people sit in them. I I want to know the people that like engineered those and like, what if we did an accordion in the middle? And they were like, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Those are amazing. Yeah. Are you riding the bus? I took the bus to your house yesterday. I was there in sincerely. It's easy to get the bus here. It's very easy. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been trying to get on the bus more often because. Often in Brooklyn, it is easier to do the bus. When it's not rush hour, they're beautiful. Like, so efficient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, second question. Connor, do you want to ask it? Okay. What is a boys club that you were a part of? I couldn't remember what we did already. Or are a part of. Um... So I think this is actually it's it would be John and his roommates because yeah. their little group of guy friends their thing is like called Zuddy Zone, and they've had that like since college because John's you know he's like a straight guy so his friends he's known since he like the womb you know. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's so. What you said is actually such a powerful sentence. I, I associate like lifelong like friends like you've known your friends since like middle school, elementary school as like. A straight man thing that is so true yeah because okay. i mean like the fucking bullshit i just said about morgan like, <laughs> that's some shit that would only happen to like you know i don't know to me at least wait that's fascinating that's yeah so true. i have one gay friend in kindergarten and he does live in new york and he is a lawyer and he's the one that i told a joke about him and he's one that dm me and said i heard oh, you have a joke about me in your set and he was this like random queer friend that i had when i was a kid but oh. other than that all those people but like could be are dead. they still your friend 
not a single person. Like, I have people that I've known that long that I, like, would get a drink with or something. But, like, mm-hmm. are they actively my best friends? No. 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 That is so true, though. I wonder what I would love to break down why straight cis dudes do have that at an alarming rate. We yeah. We have four on at one time and be like, what's happening here? Yeah. They wouldn't know. I don't friends. think they're the ones that are going to be able to analyze it. No. Like, They'll just be like, we were just boys. Yeah, we just, I don't know. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, I can imagine, like, with, like, queer people, for sure, there's, like, you, once you come out, like, your life changes a lot, so you probably aren't going to be friends with the people you knew pre-coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so much easier. I think that about college. And, then, like, you go to college, it's, like, easier to be gay to people in college if you weren't gay at home, and then just, like, be gay to these new people, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. to the old people. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Wild. But then, like... I, I feel like women probably, even straight women probably experience that too. The lifelong friends thing? No, no, no. Oh. Not having lifelong friends. Like having it yeah. be, But I also think that like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the experience was for guys in middle school. But like, I remember like the girls in middle school, there would be like, oh, these two are best friends right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then these two are best friends right now. And yeah. like that, go, and there was like, you could almost like mark out, like you could almost map out the time people were friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Like 100%. middle school passed by, but like, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so were besties yes. at this point. And like, yes. That was such a thing with girls. Was yeah. that a thing with boys? I feel like less. I feel like girls could be like, these four are friends, and this is the ringleader. These four are friends, <laughs> that's the ringleader. But like, it seemed like the boys, at least I went to a small school, but the boys were always like, they were all friends. And they yeah. all hung out. And they oh. were all kind of buddies. Oh. But it was a small school, so they were like, but there was like a good bit. It was like a bigger group of guys versus like the girls were like a little bit smaller, little mm-hmm. teeny tiny cliques. Yeah, or like besties mm-hmm. amongst that. Wait, I yeah. do know. Okay, so I went to school with my cousin who's mm-hmm. straight, mm-hmm. and like we went, we're in the same like K through eight. So like he's the only person that I talked to from grade school, but where he's also my cousin. So oh I'm like, God. I feel like that counts because he's my cousin. Well, yeah, so it's like, he's your cousin. But he went to a wedding for someone that we went to like high school and grade school with. That I was like, how are like. I've not talked to that person in 25 years. And I was like, oh, no, you're right. This is like a straight boy thing. It was like a straight boy winning. Wow. It's like, yeah, they just all they all do it. They go to yeah. Winnings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, I can I can literally map for you, like, the multiple different cliques that I was a part of that were mostly girls up until I met, like, my, like, close best friends, like, lifelong friends in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Which wasn't even until I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, so yeah. interesting. And even then, I don't think we really form, formed until, like, probably closer to junior year yeah yeah who did we hurt in grade school now none of us have friends from grade school i don't know i don't know i'm fascinated though boys at home if you have any theories as to why straight men are making lifelong friends at an alarming rate Mm -hmm. over other people please write in i can i say i I think i have a theory oh okay first yes so i think it's because like men overall have a like or straight dudes overall have a um a lower or actually a higher tolerance <laughs> actually higher a higher tolerance but like lower amount of care mm. for when somebody like somebody's personality changes or something about them is like fundamentally a little bit different than them um because like i'm just thinking about the the very common pattern we see with like straight dudes who like you know, they're like, oh, like, of course, like, I'm a feminist. Like, yeah, like, respect women. And then they have that one friend who is, like, known for, like, harassing women constantly. Mm-hmm. And they're just mm-hmm. okay with it, mm-hmm. you know? So I like, feel so like... They to call somebody on their bullshit and cut them out. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it's because dudes are just kind of almost able to, like, 
compartmentalize these things that like they can still maintain friendships with these people who even though they know they're like ignoring like a part of them that they don't really like that's definitely definitely part of it for sure right i have a i have an additional theory i've read statistics about like loneliness being one of the things that kills men in adulthood Mm. so i wonder if they just are like let's just hunker down with the guys i already knew Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you know I can see yeah. that with, like, older men that, like, I don't know, at least what I hear of, like, my friends who's, like, suburban dads, you know what I mean? Like, just the the fact that it's either, like, some of them, well, I, I don't know, actually. Like, my dad, he has, like, a community because, like, my parents are, like, involved in the Chinese school, you know? So mm. it's, like, they know, know other, like, Chinese people. But, like... I can totally see it. Like, there's definitely just, like, some families who are, like, kind of insular. And then once the kids leave, it's just it's just the parents yeah. left, you know? And they kind of seek solace in each other. Yeah. I like, was having know. a conversation about, like, capitalism with my dad. And one of the things... I know. <laughs> and one of the things I was talking about was, like, uh, trying to get people... Like, we were talking about how, like, things are going to get automated out. And I was like, well, the solution cannot be just put the workers who got their jobs automated mm-hmm. out into another field that's going to get automated out until mm-hmm. we just kind of run out of things for to play, mm-hmm. places to put them like there's gonna have to be other things i forget how we got to this but he was basically saying like well people like going to work because that's where they have like friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i was like the yeah we can thing. have community outside of the workplace mm-hmm. though and like they're just and i think that that's like a cis male thing of like he's like i don't know just like conditioned mm-hmm. to be like oh yeah like you're a man, you go to work, but that's mm-hmm. like where your friends will be there too, mm-hmm. you know, versus I feel like women, like, just maybe just because they've for a long time, like, didn't work or mm-hmm. weren't allowed to work, they, like, just knew of other ways to form community themselves because mm. they were like, well, it's just me in this house, so I'm going to make a book club or I'm going to yeah. do, you know, yeah. poker night or whatever, so you know? True. So I wonder yeah. if that's even, like, a... I, I don't know if that can be, like, biologically passed down. Right. Or just that's... I mean, like, culturally, though, right. it, it makes sense. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it, too. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, do I... Well, for uh, for me, like, the concept of, like, oh, I've made friends at work. I'm going to hang out with them outside of work. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, I would never do that at, like, any kind of grown-up job. I, actually, some of my closest friends now were, like, these girls that I met, like, hosting at a restaurant, like, when I was, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. But that was because, you know, we were at that age and also we lived in the same area. Right. Um, but, like... Now, with, like, any of my full-time jobs, like, the idea of, like, doing that makes me want to vomit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, but then I was, like, thinking, I was, like, oh, I guess some of my friends do have, like, work friends that they've brought around before. And I famously have just been, like, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> just, like, not that entertained. Well, I, I've had, I had a pretty close, I had some close work friends at my old job, but it was kind of, like, a, um, uh, trauma bond in a lot of ways where it's like yeah. we hate this place and we're like the only solace here is that we get to talk to each other and like mm-hmm. get to bitch about this place together and mm-hmm. like that camaraderie is strong no for doubt. sure but it is like um I don't know it is kind of contained within the workplace still yeah it's an not entire like... plot line on Abbott Elementary yeah I like, love that show. That's a great show work friends versus Ugh. she's like how did I not know you had a boyfriend and he's like we are colleagues he's like we work together she's like no we're friends and he's like okay yeah, yeah. Like, my no, god we're friends from nine to five yeah quinta genius she's genius yeah, i love great. her Janelle yeah. james from philly insane oh she's from philly quinta yeah Capresta. well that makes sense that's why they wrote the show there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no one else would think to 
<laughs> it wouldn't even cross anyone's mind. When I get really rich, I'm gonna hire a team of researchers to go to everyone I went to middle school with and be like, "How did you perceive Connor?" And like, I'm not even gonna publish it. I'm just gonna like just read for your it. own. Do you think that would help you? I'm just curious. <laughs> just so curious. I would hire those researchers to ask everybody at my high school, like, "Oh, so you nominated her for class clown, but why didn't she win class clown?" Who did? <laughs> you didn't win class clown. I was nominated for class clown. Very surprisingly, I didn't think it was going to happen. My thing had been like most likely to be president because I'd been so involved in SGA, which mm. I look like I would have been involved in the SGA. Sure. I have that energy of like, well, someone has to do it. <laughs> That's my energy. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that shit. Wait, were you, did you have a superlative? Um, okay, in eighth grade, my superlative, we only had them in eighth grade. My superlative was most likely to be an axe model. But I. Only at an all boys school. No, there well, there were girls. Story. There were girls in. <laughs> In, in middle school? But what's dumb what is that I was the called? editor and I chose that for myself. So I should have, oh, I should have fully let it myself. <laughs> so dated. Like, Which is so acts. dumb. Because it's like maybe most likely to think an original thought. Maybe most likely to be a great mind. You know? No. So axe model. An axe model. Somebody who looks like they smell good. Yeah. But like smelled good in 2010, 2008, 2008 to like those people. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yuck. Um, Yuck. Mine was best to bring home to mom and dad. Oh. That's true. Thing. That's still that so really true. Yeah. That's so sweet. I love Thanks. that that's a superlative. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. And I then, think it's funny that you call your dad and say, we got to talk about capitalism. <laughs> no, he and I have had many talks about that. He loves to like talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and mostly, I it's like probably one of the only things that we like disagree on. Yeah. most other things were pretty much on the same page on and mm-hmm. then like that is like the one thing he and i like he just doesn't he's such a um he grew up on a farm and he is a very hard-working guy and i think he cannot uh divorce drive and hard work from mm. economic means of production mm-hmm. and i tried to like make him understand that like the capitalist system that we live under is not helping 99 percent of people mm. and there are ways to make a meaningful life and work hard mm-hmm. while, you know, we could have some subsidy and, like, give people room to fucking live their lives and yeah, be happy. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a masculinity thing in a lot of ways, too. And mm-hmm. just the way he was raised to, you know, work hard and he's had a bazillion jobs. and Yeah. Also, like, uh, I can imagine if you're that far along in your career and that's been – your identity has been your career for that long, I'm sure you're, like – well, what do you mean I wouldn't be this person? John's dad, um, he actually just retired. Right. Worked at the Postal Service his whole life. Didn't go to college. Got hired, like, as, like, you know, in the front of house for whatever, <laughs> at the postage store. I don't know. Yeah. Um, at USPS and just worked his way up. And, yeah, like, that. that's insane. And he, yeah. and he raised a whole family of four kids Yeah. off of that. And I'm sure, like, even his, like, retirement has probably been, like, whoa, like, what do I do now? Um, Yeah, John's been writing a joke about, like, retirement brain, but so I won't go into it. (laughs) But, like, yeah, my dad is also retired, too, technically, more of, like, they sold the restaurant, and my dad was like, so what now? And now he just sits around at home a lot. Yeah, well, I think, like, just like what I was just saying, I think that that is one of the things that we're going to see more and more as, like, as we hopefully move into a world where we don't have to work as much and that Mm -hmm. people can work. Less, but I think women are going to be really equipped to do it because they have been traditionally just like had other things going on. You know, a lot of like working moms maybe take time off and then are, you know, 
homemakers, but then also have like clubs and other shit that they do. But like most cis men have only ever done their job and mm. maybe like worked out or done like uh, something like that. But like I think they're really gonna struggle to find meaning, especially since masculinity is so tied to mm. your you know being a provider for your family and mm-hmm. stuff like that i think that's going to be a weird that's going to be something that men are going to have to like really reckon with that yeah i don't think anybody is prepared for it. and there's yeah listen the government's not gonna they're not talking about it <laughs> they're, they're still they're still fighting abortions at this but this yeah they are queer podcast yeah but listen boys we're this gonna get to christian the bottom of that <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> are, you a christian? are you a christian oh god no oh my god yeah. this is not a christian podcast <laughs> we have at least one christian yeah <laughs> Is me. <laughs> well, I mean, like, my parents immigrated. We said they were father last time. Wait. Oh, cool. They immigrated from China. So in, like, communist China, there was, like, no religion. <laughs> According to the John Lennon song, Imagine, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I walked by where he was murdered a few months ago. I was just thinking about that. I wanted to do that. Through, wait. Oh, it's <laughs> so walks through beautiful. Connor. It's really beautiful. I, wait, not even kidding. I walked by it. Where and, is like, it? Upper West Side, that's like what 72nd I thought. and like Columbia. It's like right on the park. That's what I thought. And there's like something about like that space where you're like, this something happened here. Like it's mm. very clear. And then I Googled and I was like, John Lennon died. It looks like, I, mean, I think I saw a picture of it when I was a kid. Yeah. And then I like looked up and I was like, yes, this is where John Lennon was. Isn't that fascinating that it's like, hard, like it's like in your brain somewhere and then you yes. just like, it, you could, you like, it's almost there and then you look it up and it, you I think our brains are insane. Yeah. Gross the amount yeah. that they can have harvest, they just hold on hold. to. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah, I famously am like a really big Beatles fan. That's the straightest thing about me. Wait, really? Wait, I think that's cool. That's besides, awesome. Besides having a boyfriend, yeah, the straightest <laughs> thing about me. Besides dating a man, <laughs> thing about Julia is she's a Beatles fan for a long time. Though, right? A long time. That's like what three years? Uh, we're coming up on three years in May. Yeah. Oh my. That leads us to our uh, our last. Oh, oh wait, no, oh, three, you no, you have something to say? No, I was just gonna just to like close the loop on this. Um. I very, like your corporate, very corporate. Yes, because so, loop on this. Um, I just to represent how in the boys' club I am of Zuddy Zone, yes. John's apartment, his roommates. Um, I have a key there. Oh, that's Wait, cute. Walk in. They must have a lot of keys to that apartment. There are a lot of people there. Um, they had an extra set, like purposefully as like you know emergencies to like have an extra set of keys, and then um, John. Like John and I exchanged because I had an extra, extra set for my apartment. I think that like living with four people is beautiful. Like I'm very mm-hmm. pro lots of roommates. Mm-hmm. Like I, as I say in my two bed one bath with one roommate, but I like <laughs> love the idea of having just like 37 people there. I think it would be fun if there were more than one kitchen. I think one kitchen, one refrigerator for that many people would be a fucking nightmare. But well, I've always wanted to have my own freezer. <laughs> I've always wanted a little freezer in the closet where you can just you put can have a little fridge in your room. I know I want a freezer. Okay, you can have a little freezer. Do they in your sell room? freezers? Probably. I'll, I'll find you one. Okay, whoever gets rich first, I, a big freezer. <laughs> <laughs> big freezer. Oh, a big freezer. I'll get you a big freezer. A big freezer. Like, is there a body you there? You can no, get a little mini fridge tubs of ice cream. with Wait, a freezer. There's like, right in there, there is right now. Wait, what? So much you can get cream. a little mini fridge with a little freezer compartment in it. No, I want. Uh, oh, you yes. want a big? Oh, well, just a, big a freezer. Oh, oh, oh. A big freezer. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Kind yeah. of want a walk-in freezer. I want okay. a walk-in freezer for um, my ice cream. I like a restaurant. Wait, I gave Maddie keys to my apartment, and she doesn't even use them. She always buzzes. And I'm like, <laughs> why did I give you keys if you're still going to buzz me? 
Oh, oh my, my god. god. I totally get it. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to reach into my bag and get the keys. So I'll text Sean and be like, can you bust me? The front door <laughs> is also like kind of a bitch to get open if you're not used to it. So like mm-hmm. I had to show her how to use it because it just like it's a it's an old the building. So it's just got weird quirks to it. And Wait, so... I hate that. Don't you feel like every time there's a new door in your life, the first time you open it, you're like, what's this going to be? Yeah. Like, yes. Like, wow, you're anxious moment. on every level. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because like there are certain doors that like really like Alan Cumming. I was at Alan Cumming's door. It like two doors. Neither would open. I could not. And like <laughs> every day that summer, I was just like in a fight with the doors. And yeah. it was like it's like a constant thing that like is part of your life. Oh my god. It's bad doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, time to ask our final question, which okay. is Julia. What is a boys' club you'd like to see in the world? Uh, I would like to see a boys club uh, remake of the Rask Little Rascals, <laughs> and I wanted to like we I want a Ghostbusters. Out. I want like a, a group of gals. Yeah, <laughs> I know people were so like man Ghostbusters with girls, but I feel like they need to do a lot of remakes of like boy movies with with girls. If they put Lizzie Jones in all of them, I will watch all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when I was teaching, when I taught high school, the students said I looked like Alfalfa because I always had a bit of a calic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I've never seen the Little Rascals. Oh, great! I, film. I feel like I've seen Little. Those used to be on Freeform. They should do a Sandlot. ABC a Family. Sandlot. Yeah, that's yeah. a softball team. Or the or the Goonies. Okay. I would see. I would watch a little remake with yeah. some girlies in that. Kicking and screaming, but with girls. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Wait, I should write that. Yeah, you should. Oh my god! Yeah, you should. Start that would be okay. So funny, right? I love that movie. Cool. Yeah. Um, to think about men movies. Um, <laughs> oh, I can think of a lot. Forrest oh, Gump. Well, they they did Ocean's Eight, of course. Thank God. <laughs> I love the Sandlot. That's one of my favorite movies in the world. I remember watching that at my grandma's house a ton. Which movie? I love the Sandlot. Oh, I just like I'm obsessed. You know when you would, like go to your grandma's house and she'd have like two movies on VHS and you're like, well, I guess it's the Sandlot again. Yeah. Well, so actually, my grandparents because they live in China. That's another one. Um, that's why I'm. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a huge issue um, um because my grandparents live in china my brother and i have a whole stash of bootleg dvds that we bought from this um old asian lady of course she's chinese i don't know why she's just asian this little chinese lady with a little suitcase that was like on the corner of like where the block that my grandparents live um famously right in front of the mcdonald's and we just bought so many like american dvds there because my brother and i didn't like watching like you know the chinese television um, and so there are so many movies that like I always revisit whenever I go back to China and it's always um The Dark Knight Rises, um oh. Super Bad, um, and the curious case of Benjamin Button. Wait, that's so <laughs> Wait, with the Dark Knight <laughs> Rises, the one with Maggie Gyllenhaal, yes. or is that the one before? No. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I love that movie until it's Maggie so Gyllenhaal good. dies. And Whoa. then that Whoa. is really like, oh my god! Like I just didn't think they would kill the only woman. woman. Yeah. Well, movie. we should reverse it, and then they'll kill the only man. Okay. Wait, so we're gonna rewrite that one. I, you're speaking of your bootleg DVDs. I have that just unlocked a memory for me that at some point in my childhood, my dad's no, my mom's dad, my grandpa, uh, like from his friend got like a pirated version of Shrek <gasps> for us, but it was like. The guy filming it on his like whatever, and so like it was like such a shitty quality, like so shaky funny. cam. And my mom was like nervous that we were gonna get like found out. Oh my god! But it's like 
Honestly, it must have been so safe to do pirated stuff back then because it it's, like, it's not like it's on your laptop where they could technically track it. It's like, this is not a DVD player. Nobody I, can find this. I was yeah. going to say, so many of the bootleg DVDs, because like, there's way more, like literally cases of DVDs my brother and I accumulated over the years, like when we would go back to China for the summers. And there were so many like that, that were just like, what a uh, fucking, uh, like, uh, knocked up with like Seth Rogen yeah. and that other white lady where it's like some guy sitting in the back of the movie theater literally filming. with the filming it. Yeah. The yeah. worst quality you've ever seen. And the worst movies. Yeah. You can hardly hear it. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, my grandpa was like, here, you kids will like this. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> It's like, really, we couldn't buy the $14 DVD for Shrek. Oh my God. Not even $14. Yeah. Definitely. How much does a DVD go for? And the, I mean, lot. Walmart has the two dollars. Isn't bands. it weird to think that we used to like when I was you would trying, go rent a DVD, oh you yeah, take it back, and then somebody else would have that and take it home. It was the greatest experience. I was really obsessed with like TV show box sets when I was like ten, which is crazy because like those things have no value anymore. But like my bedroom at home just has like box sets of like Gilmore Girls. Did either of you even watch Gilmore Girls? No, mm-hmm. it's done. It's done. Um, well, I'm trying to think of other movies we could flop. I would love to see a Forrest Gump with a woman. <laughs> you know what I would not want to see is bridesmaids with bridesmaids with men. I guess um, that's the Hangover. Oh, I was gonna say that's Grown Ups. Mm, yeah, which I do like that movie, and that's I also like movie. the Hangover. <laughs> the Hangover's funny, except for the Hangover now is problematic. Oh, so problematic. Did they say paging Doctor Faggot in that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I've never watched that. I think I knew it wasn't gonna be for me. Yeah, like they the definitely say up. faggot in it, and it's from mm, 2010, 12. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. No. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean? Maybe not. I just think of men movies. Ooh, yeah. That's a man one. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Like a lot of hot lady pirates. Mm. What was wrong with me? Lady pirates? You guys got any lady pirates? <laughs> <Hard>. <laughs> Wait, one of the first jokes I ever wrote when I was was about uh Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it was about mascots, about how I thought it was funny that like if you had like a like a school mascot, it would be like the Mustangs, but then it'd be like the Lady Mustangs and it's oh, like that's yeah. actually not even a th- that sounds like a transphobic slur. To call somebody like a lady, here comes a lady Mustang. My, <laughs> my high school mascot was, um, we were the explorers, so our mascot was a man, just a man in a hat, and it was like, a, but it was like a big mascot thing, and it was just like, I think it was supposed to be like Christopher Columbus. Yeah, Whoa, that's what it for real. Like. It still is that. Oh my god, definitely. I think it's Colum- for sure not good. Yeah. Where did you go to college? Um, okay, well, I went to Elon University. Their mascot oh, is a bird on fire, a oh, phoenix, phoenix, okay. and. Which I thought, which at the time I was like, this is literally me. Mm-hmm. And then, but my high school one was flaming. Oh, okay. Because I was, yeah. Well, so college, I was no, <laughs> no, rising from the ashes. Okay. I was, I was always rising from the ashes, and I was flaming. We always talk about you as the only person that we know is actually straight. I know. Yeah. You're yeah. the first straight person we've had on this podcast. I feel really special. Is about that, that true? No, but Vanessa Jackson. Oh, we did have Vanessa Jackson. Oh, okay. That might be the first straight person that we had. But it's just the two of them, right? Uh, I think everyone else is queer. Everybody else is Watch queer. Watch this be really messing someone. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like, think that's true. I think, I think everyone queer. else is queer. Yeah. Yeah, I famously, like, I'm just, like, 25 and Because most people, I'm like, oh, think about it for a second. But I'm like, yeah, I, I think you've thought about it. Well, because uh, my, my improv team was so aggressively queer. And so every, every day they'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> like, every day, all the time. Yeah, well... Julia, would you like to plug your socials or anything else before you before we go? Yeah, um, my you can find me on Instagram at Jules, which is J U L E S S S S. That's four S's, guys. Z S 
Etsy. I know that it's hard to spell, and I don't plan on changing it for networking purposes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter um, at Pinky. No, sorry, Pinkert Dinkert, and that's spelled exactly how it sounds. And you can figure it out. Um, if any of the boys can find Julia, yeah, <laughs> please do. Okay, so you can you can find Julia at J U L E S S S S Z. How did you do that? S S Z S Z Z S Z. Yeah, on Instagram and at Pinker Dinkert on Twitter. You're also part of 24 Hour Kiss Club, which is a sketch group. When's the next show for that? 24 Hour Kiss Club. Our next show is the 22nd, which is a Friday at Asylum at 9:30, and then we have our NYC Shakedown at the Rubelad the 21st, the day before on Thursday. That one's gonna be a big show. Alex's band, Ten Issues, very great R&B hip hop group. They are really good. Come through, yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks for being on, Julia. On three. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out. Come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye. Bye.